Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 113, Episode 2 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we get emails and say, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Coke Industries. Also, fuck Fox News. I'm totally thrown off. Uh, This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. Uh, It's Tuesday, December 17th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Slap Chop, baby. Slap Chop. (laughs) Slap Chop is a little old thing that you can cut your finger on. Slap chop, baby, yeah. Uh, that is courtesy Slap of chop, baby, <laughs> baby. Courtesy of Matt Dick, though. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Christmas time is here. Shitty films and beer. Young and old should smoke some balls to prepare for a terrible next year. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have so much anxiety going into 2020, I'm not gonna lie. No. As I start realizing, wait, yep, it's another election year. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, yep, there's more misinf- aggressive ass misinformation campaigns. Yeah, and like dude. seeing the shits at the rallies where Trump's like getting mad because the fucking security weren't roughing, uh, roughing protesters up, protesters up enough. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm like, that's why I'm like, I'm really trying to figure out how I'm going to fucking Dr. Manhattan preserve myself to get through 2020. Like, just, just make sure, put my consciousness into a lotus position rap. in a room with the lights out. Yeah. Um, but with my, with my pants on. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I was, I've, I tried doing the Dr. Manhattan look around my house and it's, yeah. Not, not getting a lot of good compliments. Right. <laughs> just, Completely just a lot naked, of like painted again? blue. Yeah, like yeah, again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this again. And they're like, you can clean up this blue paint, blue paint. <laughs> right. And I'm like, yep, yep. Also, didn't realize there's such a such thing as body paint. You yeah. don't have to use like exterior paint for a home. I was going through the 2016. Hey, we're doing our uh, decade in review. I was looking at 2016 news, and they were like, and the real story is that we weren't prepared for a Russian hack of. Oh, I was like, we're not prepared we anymore. Like the yeah. it, the only thing that could change because I mean, there's still old people who work for these campaigns yeah. who would like <laughs> fall for a phishing scam. Yeah, the only difference would be that the media either wouldn't print the shit, which one like the right wing media outlets would. Right, if somebody's shit got hacked uh or yeah whether the president can officially use it or not it's like saying like you have a car that like had terrible side impact ratings and crash tests right you don't address that you just now added like a beep or buzzer that goes off when an impact is about to happen (laughs) so you can brace yourself right like that doesn't make us any safer because i'm bracing myself now like you didn't address the fucking problems you just added a thing where i'm like hey it might happen yep 2020 vision, guys. Oh, boy. Anyway. Uh, hindsight. <laughs> Time to 2020 heal. 2020 foresight. Heal for real. Yeah. Uh, well, we're thrilled to be joined <laughs> in our third seat uh, by the hilarious comedian, the bringer of chaos energy to the Zeitgeist <laughs> studio. He is Mr. Blake Wexler! 
A.K.A. Most. the Pelosi with the mosty. A.K.A. <laughs> the Don Magan Don. A.K.A. <laughs> if first Rudy don't succeed, marry, marry your cousin. A.K.A. <laughs> young Kinderhook. <laughs> A.K.A. the Buddha judge, the Buddha jury, and the executioner. Wow. Thank you so much shit. for having me. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Buddha judge, Buddha jury, and... Wexecutioner is so good. Thank you. Was that all you? Oh, uh, it's my my writers that I have on. Yeah, uh, yeah well, we, we have writers. My um, uh, on the on Twitter. Oh, uh, I have like freelancers. W nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out it's to Paul contra- F. Tompkins, who's yeah. on yes. that writing team. Yep. Of course. He's just, I think he's still an assistant in that room. Though, right? He is. Yeah. yeah. He'll move up though yeah. if we. Yeah. We'll have more space. Well, he was just a writer's <laughs> PA last year. So of course, you know, year by year, just we do building. what we can. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but uh, he, you know, he gets us lunch, yeah, which right. is very kind. Yeah. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins grabs you. Yes. Lunch. Yeah. Uh, fly, Eagles, fly. You're yes. rocking your Eagles sweatshirt. Eagles. Eagles. A lot to be optimistic about. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Uh, yeah. Good year. Talk huh? about What's going on? Good year? 500. Yeah. So, yes. 500 wins, huh? 500 wins. 525,000 wins. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll win. We'll get in. Yeah, and we'll win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you think you can get? Yeah. Is it is postseason possible for this? It is. It is. I don't okay. like your tone, but it is. Well, no, because when you came in, <laughs> you and Jack had a laugh over the state of the Eagles season. As someone who right. only just found out about Lamar Jackson, oh uh, yeah, I'm like, whoa, bro, the NFL, huh? Yeah, and right. then and then obviously the your boys are cheating again, Jack. Who what? <laughs> they I don't like have to any do boys. naughty videos. <laughs> They're naughty, <laughs> naughty videos. Naughty videos. Streaming naughty videos. I like to picture him just J and O to yeah. practice footage. Yeah. J and O. Yeah. J I prefer just O. Oh. The uh, if for anyone uh, who like me does not know anything about the NFL or doesn't care the the Patriots were caught filming the sidelines of the Bengals game right. like a week ago. They just beat them this weekend. Right. But, just for anything, even if you don't know anything about what it means to record it, the interaction of just seeing some dude get caught and knowing he should not have be doing what he's doing and trying to be slick about it is my favorite kind of energy to feed off of. Like it is. you're Schadenfreude of being like, you're fucked, you're fucked, dude. Yeah. Like no matter what, hey, I, I could delete it right here. I could delete it right here. You know, right? And Nobody needs it. to know. Nobody knows. And then it's gone. And it's gone. He's like, no, nah, the damage is done, sir. Yeah. Oh. I love when they go on the offensive. Like if you're just caught red-handed, rather than being defensive, just being like, well, you shouldn't have caught me. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. like you're the you're the wrong one. Yeah. Right. The uh, GOP strategy. Right. Yes, yes. Exactly. Oh, that's, it does have a name. Oh, how'd you find out? How'd you find out I broke the law? Well, why were you looking there? Oh, okay. So uh, I'm cheating. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you you got email. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have an at in the middle of your address. <laughs> uh, all right, Blake. We're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Uh, First, we're gonna tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about. Speaking of defenses, Aunt Becky uh, is just doubling down. Hell She's yeah. steering into the tailspin, and uh, it might work. We'll look at that. God. She's got this. Impeachment has everybody freaking out a little bit. Girl, I'm and, talking about impeaching this creep. Uh, <laughs> there's a gentleman who has decided to switch parties uh, from Democrat to Republican yeah. because that's such a weird. I told hill you that in to confidence. <laughs> such a weird hill to die on. He's like, He's like, you try going back home for the holidays. Yeah, goddamn it. I will die for you, Mister Trump. Yeah, I don't know. It's a fucking. I, I don't know. I just, will die for his right to it, what? I don't know. It yeah. just reeks of opportunism and just like the yeah. the exact kinds of people 
who are the like the reason why we have such a f- terrible like uh terrible dysfunction within the system. His uh official congressional photograph, he's wearing a plaid blazer with a plaid shirt. Mm-hmm. Multiple mm-hmm. plaids, clashing plaids. And his like pocket square looks like the crown the little kid wore and where the wild things are. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So many I don't know why that's <laughs> that my first visual reference, but I'm like, is that Yo. the crown that the kid wore and where the wild things oh, are? Oh it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, um, it just shows how him and his party are going to steal the innocence of children and put it in their pockets. Wow. Thank you. Fantastic. Brian Kilmeade is pissed because the Fox News narrative about impeachment does not seem to be making that much of an impact. Especially with their own viewers. This on their own poll. Well, Fox News polls. They're like, but you watch here and you're still coming to these weird conclusions. Fox right. News polling is actually pretty objective. No, but I mean, like, in the sense of like how. <laughs> no, they are. They're no, like no, no. Not that the, the polling, polling is bad, but I'm saying that it's conducted by the network that spreads the propaganda. But right. The uh, logic, the like flawed logic, I think in Brian Kilmeade's mind is like, Come hey, on, man. Wait, hold on, man. You're watching this channel and you're yeah. still arriving at these ideas about impeachment. Well, being... I mean, that's where their first uh, sort of the the divorce started. The rumblings, uh, trouble in paradise. In the jungles was uh, when the Fox News poll came out that said 50% of Americans supported impeaching and removing the president. Yeah. And he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's Fox News? It's every day. It's no. all the time. Yeah. I think this isn't also the first time even on Fox and Friends they were like, what? Yeah. What the, what, what's, on, what's wrong with our yeah. poll? Yeah, exactly. It is funny the one area where they uh, want to retain morality is their polling. Yeah. You know, like yeah. everything else. <laughs> that should be the first thing to go. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. Because uh, numbers are easier to read. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to look at uh, overall Democratic numbers, polling numbers. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the general state of the Democratic Party after the UK election, because some people are like, we got to run to the center. Got to... <laughs> Gotta stay away from the left. Under the safety of left bed, of the center, right, where you're surrounded. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the tepid bathwater. Um, and then we just got a both sides masterclass out of Des Moines, Iowa. So we're gonna look at that. We're gonna look at Ja Rule. We're gonna look at Nick Cannon. We're gonna look at Black Christmas, uh, and Richard Jewell. Uh, two movies that completely fucking tanked this weekend. Uh, so. Aww. We'll look at the, those and ask the question, why? Yeah. But first, Blake, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Uh, annelids, men in black. And then I looked up what an annelid was, where uh, I was annelid. trying to figure out what Brandon Ingram looks like, um, the oh. forward. And I'm like, he looks like a, like a a kind of like a bug. And then I was remembering those like bugs from Men in Black, like the ones that They're would like, smoke yeah, and hang out. Yeah, yeah, those guys. And uh, he does look exactly like them. But then someone called them annelids, and that turns out that's some sort of worm. I believe. Oh, interesting. So, which it's an actual. It's not like a term from the movie. It is just uh, a term just a for a real life worm. Actual uh, nomenclature. Yes. Yes. Well, how do you spell it? A N N E L I D S. Oh, uh, okay. Also, I may have been pronouncing it wrong. Pronouncing. I, I don't know. I'm not going to check you. I thought no, no my, need. In my juvenile <laughs> mind, is it spelled like yeah. anal, anal ID? ID? Yeah, that's where I went yeah. to. So See? close. What's wrong with us? All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, Jack. Our home Let's planet get needs down us. To it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anal identification. Yeah, it kind of looks. I get. I see what you're talking about. Like the build is like yeah, very. They're long, thin, and long. Right. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Brandon Ingram is strange looking dude. Yeah. Very broad shoulders, but like thin as fuck. Right. And like, uh, he's good though, man. He's, he's really good. Yeah. He's good. I'm glad he, like he had a scary health concern too that he got over, which yeah. is great. So. Yeah, uh, was his health? He was having, um, I believe it was blood clots, and I'm not sure if it was in his lung because uh, what's his face, um, Chris Bosh, I think had right. a similar issue, had a career mm-hmm. ending. Yeah, and it ended his career. So but it's a like, really scary thing. Coding. What's that? <laughs> began his career in coding. Is he a good coder? Yeah, yeah. He, he has like, a lot of interests. Yeah, he was like, I remember right. I was like, yeah, I'm really into coding. I'm like. Okay, do you, my man? He probably has the best NBA website, like of oh, like really? NBA players. He has an immaculate website. Oh, really? Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. No, it's because right, that, really yeah, good. that makes sense then. Yeah, <laughs> he's no casual coder. Absolutely not. Also, I liked his like weird guy energy as the third of the Heatles. Yeah, yeah. Which, you, yeah. You know, he would always just be awkward in the background, uh, and seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he was his my favorite website one. website looks like a like a. A wedding photographer, yeah, or like something where like a like a married woman in LA started a crafts business, yes, and is like check out my bespoke necklaces. Like it's really I like the serif fonts. It's minimal. Mm. Okay, Chris it's Bosch. Yeah. What is something you think is underrated besides Chris Bosch's website? Uh, Friday weddings, weddings Friday that occur on Fridays wedding. are underrated. Uh, yeah, I like. Are them. they? Were they? Do people have a thing about that? People I think people talk that? shit because it, it is like a work day, technically. Oh, for right. A lot like of you people. would have to take work off if it was yeah. like a destination wedding or something. Or you had right. to travel. Got it. But the travel day back, like it's nice to travel back on a Saturday and then be back home. You know what yeah, I mean? And then, then still have a weekend. Kind then, of. Or go to that brunch the next morning. Oh, fuck that. No like, one. Who goes to those? I do to eat something and yeah. then, like try and make sure everything I thought happened actually happened. Right, <laughs> it's, a, it's more of an investigative. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, like was I in a like popping and locking battle with your bubby? Last night? That, <laughs> that was my grandfather actually. Oh. Bubby is a good. Yeah, <laughs> it's a that was my cool, poppy. It's a we cool brunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we cool. We cool. Everything we cool? cool. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I loved what happened last night. I just want to make sure you did. The whole <laughs> uh, we're cool, right? We're all cool. The yeah, I guess fr- that's the thing. Like the travel days on a Sunday, right? Go yeah, maybe, you go right maybe. back to Sunday, work. Did you go to a Friday wedding recently? No, Just thinking. No, 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 I did, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no. I actually went to one on Black Friday. Oh, oh wow. yeah, yeah, and uh, I think it was um, on Black Friday because they got a deal on the wedding. Hey, <laughs> because fucking idiots, <laughs> the food was half rotten. <laughs> it was all discounted. Yeah, uh, but I do think off. I do think that Friday weddings probably less expensive, right? For like sure, in terms of the venues and stuff. Yeah, I believe yeah. Saturdays are more. And, and then you add like a holiday on top of it. Right. Yeah. We do Which is good. Weddings what are expensive. A Tuesday? That's why you, you get a wild discount for a right. Tuesday yeah. wedding, I bet, right? Yeah. Except Fat Tuesday. That's exponentially more uh, expensive. Or I, I, in the religious community, we call that Monday Tuesday. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yes. Going up on a Tuesday. Going up on That's Monday what your Tuesday. wedding invitation <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Invitations. Uh, well, McConan will be the efficient. Uh, yes. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Overrated working from home. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. It's. Uh, in theory, it's good. It's yeah. nice to work from home um, every once in a while, you know, right. like if you have an office. Yeah. But being there 24-7, there's no um, line in between your work life yeah. and your uh, home life. Home or, yeah, life. Your yeah. personal yeah. enjoy your time life. Yeah. Because yeah. um, your work is just right there. Like yes. there's no separation. So yes. it can hurt your work. 
because you'll start like playing around and fucking off or it can hurt your like actual mental health time yes because it's always like right there you uh do you go out somewhere now to to break up that time and space like yeah i work i gotta go to one of three coffee shops. Yeah, there is three. There's uh the new the new Starbucks on Hillhurst. Oh, love it! Ugh, it's immaculate. It's a pa- it's palatial. And then, god damn it, I'll switch it up and I will go to Spoke Bicycle Cafe, uh, in Frogtown. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do you really bike cool. there though? Yeah. You bike there like with your. I have a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I ride. That's sick. And they yeah. get, wait, hold on. Guess how many wheels are on it? I was about to say one. One wheel or nine? Four. Whoa! Thank you. Oh, it's made by Ford. Has a steering wheel. Problem escape. <laughs> it's a mo- I have a bicycle. Model T that I drive down. Yeah, the that place late. is dope. Actually, it's yeah. really cool. Great food. Um, great. And it's food. like outside. Great food. And it doesn't have to have great food. Is the thing. Like the ambiance is such where yeah, yeah you don't need it. But yeah. um, my girlfriend works from home as well, and that's not great for Holy a relationship. Shit. So the both of you are like just around home. each other. Yeah. yeah. Freelancing, just mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Wow. Does she go out or she's able to sort of be like, she's no, better work with time. It. She begin. she goes out more than I do. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. But no, we're we're trying to find a balance and it's it's working out. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want to you want like quality time with Check your out one, one of those WeWorks. Yeah, I, I hear they're, how's their IPO I hear by I the way. Hear they're, I hear they're just tearing it I up. I put a right lot there. of money into that. <laughs> yes. Fucking SoftBank fucked me again. Yeah, SoftBank also did too. They're like, but but the oh no version of oh no that's there it is there it is what is a what's a myth what's something people think is true you know to be false a myth is getting your haircut at your home is for rich people because I do it okay yeah I get my haircut at my place yeah Floby or um, <laughs> yeah, it's a fo- by myself in yep. the mirror. Yeah, it's a one-time cost, really, yeah, and right. then you vacuum it up. Or yeah, actually, one vacuum- mixing bowl. Yeah. What did Floby suck up your hair too yeah. once it cut it? Well, yeah, different settings. I think that's what it did. It was a vacuum so what, that pulled the pull hair, your hair straight by the root, <laughs> and then would just like cut it at a certain. Length. Yeah, depending yeah. on how thick the guard was on it, or whatever. Right, right. How the vacuum with blades attached. Yeah. Well, where, then, where you want it next to your head. Right. And then, where, wait, where the brain that you don't have is right. supposed wonder, to be. You know that was invented by like some dad, right? Yeah. Like, right? Like oh the, yeah, the, the origins of the Flowbee. Yeah, because it, it's an efficiency-based product. It's not stylistic. Hey, d- <laughs> filed for patent 1986 by Rick Hunts from San Diego. <laughs> Rick Hunts. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's also the Hunts ketchup guy. <laughs> he just yeah. wanted to branch off. Uh, he changed his name to Fucks. After. Oh, good. Rick fucks. Yeah, because he was really... Wait, what else did he do? That's a natural People really like the flow. Be- I mean, then also, I'm in like Wayne's World. I remember they like lampooned it, it the suck cut. It does suck. Because it sucks yeah. and it cuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It does suck. Yeah, that was great. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, my hairdresser just keeps like uh, not being able to work at places anymore. So like she right. like, will just go wait, to wait, people's hold places. Hold on, hold on. Huh? Rewind. What? She's not... You mean like she can't get like a? She's t- the a, bad boy a, of the hairdressing yeah, industry. Yeah, yeah. She the like, Dennis Rodman <laughs> yeah, of, it's of salons. She keeps yeah. trashing every salon. That what <laughs> she does? Like she, she like it's hard for her to keep like a whatever they call a seat or whatever. I know like usually you you rent your station within a salon. She's just being like, nah, I don't fuck with them. 
Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, she's it's what I like about like I've been she's been cutting my hair for like eight years and I, she's hilarious. Like she always has a fucking issue with someone. So you yeah. don't have to say anything. Oh, yeah. While they're cutting your hair. She's like these fucking people, you know, yeah. like, it's great. I have the I same love it. thing. Who uh, are these fucking people? Exactly. <laughs> uh, no comment. Oh, <laughs> no, and that's like, why I bring yeah, her we into don't my talk home. politics a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's between me and my bathroom in my one bedroom apartment. <laughs> I was the same thing though. I used to live on the west side. Uh-huh. Uh Got my hair cut there. Now I live like right by Koreatown. My barber from Koreatown, and so she just comes to the house. That's perfect. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. oh look at you. Yeah. That's Does great. Hit the whole family up, like uh, the children's too. No. Oh, just unfortunately. You, oh, because you're like, you can't be wasting money on these kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you gotta take bit. care of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, no, hell no. Yeah. Get the get the get the flow be out. Also, kids are that's a special skill. Cutting a kid's yeah. hair, man. That is some for, some oh, kind of alchemy. Moving. Yeah, it's like trying to paint on a canvas that is moving. Like right. It's it just they're just moving the whole time. It's wild. Koreatown's underrated. Koreatown's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to like the bars that like follow the laws of Korea. Right, like, right, that are like, right. Yeah, you can smoke in here. Yeah, like, and it's <laughs> it's underground, oh, and yeah. there's no ventilation. Oh, yeah. oh, we don't close. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you uh-huh. mean? What do you mean? It's two, three, three thirty. Why wouldn't we serve alcohol? Yeah, yeah. It's the biggest uh, Korea town I think in the country, and uh, my mother-in-law, who's was born in Korea, uh, has more friends in Los Angeles, like around our house, than I do. Oh like, wow, that's she so nice. lives in Pittsburgh. And comes out for a vacation and just like hits up all her friends. <laughs> like, that's oh, great. Yeah. She's like, Better social silly. life yeah. than She's me. She's so cool. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, oh. Yeah, no, I'll watch the kids again. Don't worry about it. You go out <laughs> yeah, and yeah. have fun. You're thinking like, yeah, your mom will be in town. Cool. We right. can maybe go on a date. It's like, nah, man. We're staying in every night. She's yeah. got a fucking schedule. I'm busy. Yeah. Hey, and while we're speaking about uh, my mother-in-law traveling out to LA mm-hmm. uh, and just travel in general, uh, Blake, I'm going to ask you to- Take a powder, buddy, Mm because I want to talk to my friend Miles Gray over here. Hey, Miles. Yes. It's me. (laughs) Yep. Wait, oh man, we were just talking. Wait, hold on. Jack from work. What is it? Who? Oh, (laughs) from work. Jack from work. Yeah. I want to talk to you about away. Yeah. Uh, The thoughtful luggage for modern travel. Are you familiar with this? Yes, fool. We have. We both have the <laughs> larger carry-on. I know, but I haven't had an opportunity to travel with it yet. You oh, have. I'm travel with. Woo! Let me tell you. Yeah, uh, you look pretty good too. Yeah. Well, thank you, my man. Because because first of all, I like the new colors. My yeah. I, I have the one in Coast, and it's got that like sort of light bluish gray feel. It mm. goes well with sort of the color story that I'm tapped into right now with my clothing <laughs> for this season. So it feels feels very good. The Your color thing, story, by the way, roller coaster ride. Yeah. I mean, it's got some twists and turns. Twists and turns, man. Yeah. Twists and turns. Got people. Got to keep people on their toes. <laughs> but yeah, I think this one is slightly larger than like the standard carry on that they have. But still the same deal. You still mm. get those four 360 degree spinners wheels, not like the spinner rims from that right. track. I'm riding spinners. I'm riding spinners. These are just independently. Yeah. Are, uh, moving wheels. They roll any which way you want them to. Yeah. Also, the optional ejectable battery. That's probably my favorite thing. I'm such a f- like overly enthusiastic fan of external batteries yeah. for devices. Yeah. You got uh, me so into it. those. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is crucial that they have those. Yeah. Uh, they're also designed to last a lifetime, uh, which is an incredible, you know, if anything uh, needs to be replaced, they will arrange to have it fixed or replaced ASAP. Uh, and you get a hundred day trial on everything that Away makes. Yeah. So, well, not only that. So for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash TDZ and use promo code TDZ during checkout or checkout. 
All right. Now let's get back to the stories that are going on. What's happening in the zeitgeist? Let's unpause Blake really quick. Okay. We're going to go back to his control panel on his skull. Okay. There he is. And Aunt Becky really just going with the, I don't know, maybe this is like the new thing for like very rich white people to do whenever they get caught doing something. The new thing? Well, but right, <laughs> like, like, this people, ain't are, a people are covering <laughs> it now. Problem. No problem. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Ain't no problem. This ain't what I did. Ain't no problem. Yeah, it's but, like, yeah, it really is. Our first two major news stories are basically <laughs> that happening. Yeah, uh, right now. Uh, so first, in less important news, uh, Lori and Massimo. Yeah, are uh, claiming the money they paid to get their uh, daughter influencer. Uh, I was told she's back at baby. a live show uh, that I went to uh, for "Will You Accept This Rose?" That influencers now prefer to be called genies, what? Uh, because they make magic happen. That's, that sucks. No, that's they don't. Lance, no, yep, they yep. don't. And I'll rip a fucking genie's head off right now. Then. <laughs> that's what Lance Best told me. Uh, Wait, if, that, if they're genies, I just rub a lamp three times and just say uh, this, 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 just a fucking send them away, and that's yeah. and that's my goddamn platform. There yeah. you go. Thank you, Wexler. Influence that. Wexecutioner twenty twenty. Wait, the, the Do you think that's like a thing you would say in a marketing meeting? Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. you wouldn't yourself oh, be right. like, "I'm a genie," because like you would know that's fucking well, so corny to say out loud. But but. <laughs> Social influencers, social media influencers are basically individual marketing firms. Right. And so you're going to have bad ideas bad. come out of there. That's true. Like, okay. Uh, I lo love what this guy's doing where he calls himself a genie. Uh, and let's let's make that a thing, guys. They're but like, they're speaking so in the clever. mirror because <laughs> they don't have anyone who wants <laughs> yeah. to be around them. So, yeah. <laughs> well, this has been a great board meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. They shut their organizer. <laughs> uh, anyways, she is claiming uh, that that was just a legitimate donation. Yeah. So what's the problem? That really... Okay, so wow. no problem. No problem. They really believe, you know, it was sanctioned by the school. So what, uh, like NBC News, a few people like were looking at some of the documents that have been filed, and they're saying um, they're gonna try and establish their innocence by saying that they understood, as they understood, right, that both sets were legit donations and weren't part of some like mere greasy dudes scheme right. to like make money off the rich and you know whatever um but that way they can say they were legitimate do donations and they didn't un they didn't know what the intent was because of whether or not that was going to be used as a bribe they figured oh right. it's just a donation right um and it seems like some other people in this uh cohort of defendants might also be using this excuse and some people think there's a chance it could work when I broke into Emerson College's basketball gym this year <laughs> and ha hung up a jersey that I had made for myself because I didn't play on that fucking team, I was warranted to commit that crime because I donated $25 right. yeah, after I graduated. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, shit, what was your yeah. tuition, man? Fucking that was a I, legit donation to get your name up in there. In the yeah, Raptors. it was at least point zero 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 one <laughs> to the infinity of my fucking tuition. But half a million. I got a full ride. Yeah, <laughs> it's what I should have said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then we'll see what happens. I mean, the. Ugh. I mean, don't they just have to prove that they were trying to cover it up? Like, I'm sure. Well, obviously, the prosecution's like, yeah, okay, go ahead. Right. Um, but I'm sure I don't know what communications they have because, as far as they know, 
the guy could have been telling them, he's like, this is how we'll get him in. Right. Like, we got to mm-hmm. make sure they're a, a rowing person. Maybe that's where, like, the... I don't know, man. Yeah. Fuck, that's where the lie is. Were they... This is, it's just a whole other legal system for these people. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But <laughs> right. were they the people who had the uh, children who claimed to be, like, water polo? I know hers was just... I, I think the biggest one was just the half million in bribes, basically. Right. I don't know how much... Because I think she was too visible... As a, no, she was right. Wasn't she a water polo or a rowing? Because they like wasn't there like something where they did like an application while they were on vacation, but then she never. One of them was a team that didn't exist. Right. I believe, like it wasn't an actual position. <laughs> right, or maybe her daughter just couldn't even be bothered to apply. I think that was it. She I don't was, even know. She was it's on a like, family. She was like, sorry, we've just been on vacation on the East Coast so long. So, like, she keeps missing the deadline for application. Like, she couldn't be bothered to fill out the application to go to the school. Well, they're yeah. long. Yeah, those are long. They are really and fucking Very long. hard work. And as she said in her uh, Genie video. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was for crew. They wanted it was to get crew, it for crew, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> she, like, couldn't. She's like, you. crew, whatever that is. Well, someone like that has the work ethic to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning yes. to go on the river and yes. row. Yeah. I wonder if she knew that crew Ugh. was rowing. Probably not. She probably thought it was like, she she was like was a sweatshirt with a tight neck. Right. She's like, hook. I love that weekend song. <laughs> right. She, uh, yeah, but as she told her fans on social media, she, as most of you know, I'm not like a college school type, but I really want to like get the experience of being a college student, like the parties, the tailgating. That was her description of her college experience. She's like, I love that song. Yeah. 20s. Keep the bar rolling, fake IDs in the trash we throw in. They're like, because we'll be old enough. Okay, I love this. Uh, crew love. Shout out to The weekend. Great appearance mm-hmm. in uh, Uncut Gems. He's in that movie? Yeah. Abel Tesfaye? Oh, yeah. Damn. Playing himself. Oh, okay. Uh, and he does a wonderful job. Nice. Uh, Did he sing Crew Love? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no, he sings a song The full version. Because it's, it's a 2012 period piece by the way people <laughs> who haven't, that's awesome yeah. yo fuck yeah people who haven't uh seen that sh- should check it out it's a very good movie uh but yeah so it's a 2012 period piece uh, that involves kevin garnett and the weekend and it's holy shit. i heard garnett was good in it Car- garnett is really good in awesome it. oh yeah i read all those things about being like kevin garnett is yeah. fucking good has chops yeah. rasheed wallace stars yeah. <laughs> oh. if only he could just remember that impossible is nothing right yes. he just couldn't remember that vital line right. that all that money up. was riding oh, on from Adidas what was it he, he said anything is possible i know no no, no i don't yeah. oh when he's out there like yeah kevin anything to say um uh, come on <laughs> mission kevin, <he> just impossible what's the story just for people who aren't up on that so when kevin garnett when the celtics won their first championship he was signed with adidas uh basketball right and famously for a long time their campaign adidas their brand campaign was impossible is nothing right that was their slogan that's like nike was just do it mm-hmm uh, Adidas, impossible is nothing. And when they got to him, I ha- obviously anyone who's like in marketing, be like he's gonna win the fucking confetti things down, right. and he's gonna go look ups and fucking holler. Impossible, impossible is nothing. nothing. And then you have your commercial right there. Instead, right. he comes out. Anything is possible. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> Anything is possible. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. 
That's great. <laughs> Did he lose the endorsement? Or? No, Probably no. Not. I think it's it just one of those good. moments. Wait, hold on. Let me just. Play I think it was just. That like, ah, that's a super bummer when people like do branded shit after they <laughs> win a title. Yeah, like yeah. the I'm going to Disneyland started it, but then Papa John kissing Peyton Manning on the mouth. Yeah, and then being the only weird then, thing that guy's done. And, <laughs> if only he was always. Uh, no, listen. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> Cut. We're gonna have to go again, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> fuck. You even had a shot to know someone should have poked him like motherfucker. Impossible's nothing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he still got the bag. He did. Uh, I used to wear, me and my homie Chris, we would wear rubber bands on our wrists because Kevin Garnett used to do that when he got in the yeah. league because he was like, when I was a kid, I never had jewelry on. So my jewelry would be wearing like rubber bands rubber and bands. bracelets. Yeah. I was like, oh, hell yeah, bro. Keep the dream alive. Anything is possible. Love that guy. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about impeachment. Where do you go? Farragut Academy? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. And he's from Chicago? Is I don't know. I just, Farragut is? I just know everything off basketball cards off mm-hmm, the back. Mm-hmm. Farragut yeah. Academy. Boom. Uh, let's talk about impeachment. Because I'm talking about impeaching this creep. So impeach <laughs> this creep. So uh, people are getting a little, little worried. A lot, a lot on the, going on on the Democratic side. Yeah, Alyssa so, Slotkin. Yes, she is. An, she's new to Congress. Uh-huh. A former intelligence officer, I believe, in the CIA. Um, and she won <clears throat> in the midterms uh, in a swing district. So a lot, and she's the precise kind of freshman Democrat in Congress that they're like. See, these are the people who Pelosi really wants to make sure she can protect because she knows right. what their risk is. She's at a, um, She's from a place where Trump won. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it was a hard-fought battle to, like, flip a lot of those seats. So, she, you know, she's been having town hall Slotkin since, like, September, basically trying to keep people like, yo, if you want to come talk to me, I'll explain why. First, back in September, is like, I think we need to look at articles of impeachment. And now she's like, I'm going to vote for impeachment. Had a town hall. It was a mix. It was, like, almost... You could hear people howling, whistling, screaming, booing, cheering. It was like right. everything. Yeah. Um, and she was really just like, I'm, and I just need you to know, this is purely built out of my belief in upholding the Constitution. Right. Um, and I don't think, I think somebody who's, you know, been a public servant, that's probably, it seems like a legit answer. Yeah. Right. But many people are like, no, nah, it's fake. You just hate him, blah, blah, blah. But there's, a, the, the, when you look at the uh, images from it, there were a lot of like printed like signs that were against impeachment. I'm not saying it was fully astroturfed out, right. but somebody had to make those posters mm-hmm. and somebody had to hand them out. And I get it. Maybe some somebody has a probably non-union print shop, mm-hmm. uh, but <laughs> printed all those things out and gave them out. Yeah. But it's a thing now where you're starting to see, you know, Adam Schiff was disrupted at a fucking he was doing a uh, uh, like sort of a town hall with members of the Armenian American community like in Glendale because you know the United States finally recognized the Armenian genocide Jesus. where over a million people were ki- killed by Turks um and all these people from the Armenian community wanted to thank Adam Schiff for like trying and finally getting this done and acknowledging the atrocity and immediately broken up there were plants all in the audience who were anti-impeachment people right and it got like so it's you were starting to see more yeah. of this like it's it's getting hot baby obviously because now we're looking at full-blown impeachment trial but then i mean slot king great i'm glad that she's doing what she believes is right and she said i don't care what the cost is to me politically right now on to somebody who does care what the cost is right. to, them to her yeah is jefferson van drew from new jersey jefferson 
Van Drew. Yeah. Oof. From New Jersey. He, uh, you know, he's he's like a conservative Democrat. He was always been like, I don't know about impeachment. We shouldn't do this. And now that it's happening, he straight up switched motherfucking parties. Yep. After talking to Trump. I don't know what the fuck went down in that meeting. But then he's like, yeah, I'm a Republican now. Cool. Just like that. Mm. And his staffers, they many have like resigned. They're like, what the fuck, bro? I didn't sign up to be on team racism. <laughs> right. And luckily, because he like left all these people out in the lurch, the DCCC is like telling a lot of the staffers like, hey, hit us up. Like, we'll try and get you some staffed up somewhere because what, what this dude fucking hoodwinked you. Yeah, uh, Jefferson Van Drew. When yeah. the name Jefferson Davis isn't racist enough, right. <laughs> yeah, Van exactly. Drew. Van Drew. Uh, but he for, last name for a first name, mm-hmm. first name for a last name, and then he threw a little Van in yeah. there. The Van's to, tough. Yeah, that's tough to overcome. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, he really does look like a Roger Stone fuckboy, so it's not, optically, this doesn't look like a surprise to me. If you said, is this person a Democrat or Republican? I would be like, he's a Republican who thinks he has the drip going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But there's this drip-free, swag-free, and very dry. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely (laughs) looks like a Republican. Yeah, and again, this is the kind of thing that Trump has been, that he wants to use recently. He said, you know, a lot of people think that impeachment... Is bad, but I actually I'm I'm starting to maybe see some get benefits to this politically. I don't know where he thinks that's happening. I think maybe because they've been fundraising a lot off of this, right? Um, but then this is also the kind of shit that he wants to point to to be like, oh look, impeachment is so bad that I got a spineless worm to flip parties, right? Yeah, uh, I think that's there's that, yeah, and then I think there's probably a lot of wealthy people like the same deal that. You know, when Obama won re-election or when Obama won election in the first place, the Koch brothers, like as he was being sworn in, the Koch brothers were literally having a meeting with a bunch of billionaires being like, we need to counter everything this dude does and we can use racism to do it. Let's create a movement called the Tea Party Movement. Let's create a group called Cyclops. Yeah, literally. (laughs) And now, like, now that's why, you know, when Miles mentions things like the printed out signs, like, they're billionaires will astroturf. Billionaires have, like, means to pay people to go out and protest and pretend like they're uh, supporting or opposing uh, any position. Yeah, I guess it's it's, it's hard. I look at it both ways because... Clearly, there are plenty of people who love Dear Leader enough that yeah, they would true. go and that's disrupt true. a fucking For thing sure. where Armenian people are trying to thank right. representatives of the right. government. It's, like, so fucking inappropriate. Right. Like, just because he's there, like, I'm surprised some of those people didn't get duffed out. But, hey, you know, uh, mm. I'm glad it's all it's all been settled. It's yeah. important, too, to, like, tr- like in these situations, distinguish between what's real and what's a real, like, movement versus what, like, you know, astroturfing and who's being paid to do this shit. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, think about in um, an incredibly, you know, liberal area like Los Angeles with Adam Schiff, where he's not, it's not even a political uh, rally. He's actually yeah. being thanked by um, acknowledging a goddamn, one of the most famous genocides of all time. Right. Do you think that people are actually like, no, this is, like you said, this is the time. Right. This right. is the time to bring it up. Yep. Where not one of his many other public appearances that are coming up. It oh, needs yeah. to be this one. Yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, I think, and also he's just been so vilified by Trump. Oh, yeah. That, like, by the right. I'm sure yeah. everyone's like, it doesn't matter where he is. Yeah. He could be right. at my grandmother's funeral and I'll figure out a way to right. fucking make a mess out of it. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, well, Fox has, uh, it seems a little bit surprised that their message isn't taking hold more than it is. Um, there, there was a clip of Brian Kilmeade. Do we have a clip? Uh, yeah, I think we got a clip here. And, and just keep in mind too, the Fox poll came out and I was stunned by this. It says 50% of the country want the president impeached. I was stunned, stunned to see that that's the number because I thought that things were trending away. Uh, although the president's approval rating did take up in the same poll. So it's almost like a split personality. Huh. I'm sorry. Well, that, that is last? no. That's what that means. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think <laughs> he. It's it's weird. It's almost like he said that for Trump, who was watching, to be like, "Don't worry." That's yeah, because it's like, yeah, well, okay, what? Treading, it's like a split personality, like America. Like, you, yeah, yeah, right. Which is real and bad, right? You know, a split personality is uh, to be discounted. Right. Well, the thing <laughs> is, when you actually break down the the numbers of that poll, fifty percent were were in favor of impeachment and removal, and forty six percent opposed. But of that forty six percent. Uh, what is it? Nine percent. Uh, actually said they were like the of the ones who I'm said. Sorry, no. Do you mean no percent or the number nine? I'm sorry. Oh, oh I'm speaking not speaking German. German. No. Okay, okay, that's uh, my mistake. I zero, just need to Nine. Thank oh, you. Shit. Nine. Nine. Heaven again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> fuck. Nine percent. Right. Uh, basically said that he should just be impeached without being removed. So that really brings it more to like fifty nine percent. Of, in, in terms of just straight up impeachment, mm -hmm. but and then you find a little bit of obviously there's like that nine percent within there that's not like well I don't know if we have to remove him, and I know I think some people too you hear a lot of people talk about how afraid they are of what will happen to the country if he's removed even though they want him to be removed right so there's a lot I mean yeah it's like I said man 2020 heal yourself because right. uh, about to fucking be terrible slowly deteriorate is it better that we know it's happening this time rather than being caught surprised yeah. Like, Okay. Yeah, probably. And think about yeah. all, man. We got up. We got blindsided with all those celebrity deaths in 2016. Like it was a yeah. lot happened. Yeah. So <laughs> now true. I'm prepared for everybody to die. We're focused. Yeah. And so much misinformation, uh, vote fuckery, mm -hmm. ready, but not willing. Well, speaking of 2020, uh, we got a new poll from the Hill, a national poll that looks closer than some of uh, the more recent polling, but still has Biden out in front at 24%. Bernie, 22. Warren, 17. Buttigieg, 13. Uh, and Yang Gang, 5%. I was driving on the highway this weekend, and somebody- Driving on it, the highway? Driving on the highway. All right. And yeah. highway? I love this song. No, life is a highway, yeah. if you think about uh, it. Thank you. Uh, and there was a whole big, uh, talk about some grassroots demonstrating, there was a big Yang Gang uh, contingent at like an overpass, like dancing and oh. like juggling and like putting up signs for you know Andrew what kind of music they're playing? Eighteen no, car I pile up watching yeah. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't panic at the <laughs> disco. Resulted in six deaths. It's uh, wild to look at though, like yeah, because now Yang is rounding out the top five in this national poll. Right, but it used to be Harris. Yeah, and she she has departed. But with like Warren is clearly starting to to lose a lot of ground. And Bernie now really looks truly like the biggest threat to Surging Biden. Surging a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll see. Man, it's or as CNN would cover this poll, Biden on top, Warren falling, Buttigieg strong yeah. at 13%. Yang, Yang top period. five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and nothing. It would say Biden opens up seven-point lead over Warren. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how it would that's be. What that's what it would exactly be. That's exactly right. Um, so let's talk about the UK election. Uh, I think... You know, we were all <laughs> a little depressed on one of our uh, trending zeitgeist episodes yeah. uh, as these results came in. 
and people are looking at these results. So the results are that, uh, you know, British Trump, a uh, funny hair guy, uh, who's a conservative and a open racist, won re-election like by a healthy margin. Healthy margin. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Corbyn, who had had a strong showing in the last snap election, uh, ba- like got trounced and labor got beat pretty badly and people are now asking the question that will the queen dying. stop him right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. the queen still is there so it, we have that the real question where is james bond right and <laughs> all of this no but yeah. the question that always i mean it's going to come up one way or another uh in you know the mainstream media is well should the democrats tax center Right, right, yeah, exactly. Should the Democrats. So there were there were some tweets about like it's so different though. Like I understand you want to make the comparison on mm-hmm. like just sort of if we're doing a checklist of certain traits, uh, but I think Corbyn's a very different candidate in terms of like his outward energy than someone like Bernie is or Elizabeth Warren is or these other candidates right. we have here. And also, I mean, I think the real interesting takeaway um, there's in this Daily Beast article was sort of getting away from like, you know, the labor manifesto had a long list of all these things that need to happen. And which was fine. People agreed with many of them. But at a certain point, like you will begin as a human being just out of psychology, you will begin to lose track of many of them as you just go down this list. Because a lot of candidates right now, even in America, are doing, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. Here are nine billion plans. I'll do this, I'll do this. While great for people who are very detail oriented, like when it comes down to the general and you need to hit the fucking heart of people who might not be as politically savvy, they're saying really like why aren't we refocusing to be talking about like wages? Right. Like Mm. that's really the most universal thing that can be addressed that affects most people. There's been a lot of talk obviously about minimum wage increases, but overtime is another part of like wage reform that affects like middle-class workers because most middle-class workers are salaried employees, but you're, you're a lot of the time you're exempt from overtime. Right. And that's where, that's how they get more out of you for less money. So, for example, uh, in the last 40 years, I think around in the 70s, 62% of salaried, like full time workers uh, qualified for some form of overtime pay. Today, it's less, like it's around 7%. Jesus Christ. And that's a way they've, through reforms, been like, well, you know, are these things really overtime positions? Are they not? Blah, blah, blah. So, Jay Inslee in Washington, after much uh, inspiration from uh, people like activists getting him to do this, uh, put into effect one of the most comprehensive regulations around overtime pay for middle-class workers. And I think it's just an interesting piece to sort of think about in terms of how we're talking about messaging and what candidates are actually talking about these kinds of things. Because truly, that's that's like one of those, that resonates with people. Like anyone who's worked a job and you've the moment you've had a salary job and you found out there's no overtime, you're always like, wait, what? Right. They're like, but I was here 12 hours right. for three straight days. Yeah. And they're uh, like, yeah, but you're salaried. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm still here. I only agreed to 40 hours a week. Hold on. I didn't even know. Well, I don't think Jack decides that for you in, in, <laughs> no. in, in his no. defense. And in I my defense, I'm else. here for 12 hours, mostly high playing video games. Yeah, that's fair. That's <laughs> and fair. I'm like, whoa, don't, don't, don't I got rights? I've been in the workforce since 2003, and I've never, I didn't even know it was a possibility until this news story. To get overtime. To, for right. salaried employees to get yeah. overtime. Like, that wasn't even a thing that I had even Yeah, there's certain positions of. that aren't, but yeah, it's... Uh, 
it's tough. But anyway, it's just like a little thing of being like, okay, rather than talking about like, don't go too far. Yeah, yeah. You know, like really fucking focus on the yeah. shit. Like these are still progressive values, mm-hmm. but you can do it in a way. And I, and I think it's just something that uh, many candidates have addressed these things on their like uh, campaign websites. But like verbalizing it a bit more can help, you know, uh, shift things a bit. That's right. a that's a really good point too. Where like I like to think that we're fairly like educated people, you know, or at right. least that's what I'm selling. And um, <laughs> but it is a thing where if you aren't educated enough to know that that used to be like that's what was it sixty percent? Yeah, sixty percent. Were uh, eligible for overtime. Like, how would we even know to ask for that? Right. You know, like like in my mind. I was the same way as you where the fact like, you know, full time salary job. It's like, oh, why don't I just ask for a million dollars? You yeah. know, like overtime. overtime? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah okay. No, I'm here for 15 hours a day because that's just how it is. But, right. that, you know, but, but been, with yeah. this context and, you know, like to see that there was precedent for it. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, yeah. Uh, society's done a great job of making workers feel like they everything they get, they should be so goddamn thankful. for. Yeah. Right. Rather than hold on. The, the equation is you're extracting all of this capital out of my labor, mm-hmm. but you only want to give me a little winky wink about it. Right. And I think that's where these kinds of things like really like, you know, we're talking about is getting people in touch with that sense of like really connecting them to the in, in, inequity that's mm-hmm. that's sort of all over the system at the moment. So, you know, that'll wake some people up. Yeah. Somebody uh, was pointing out the other day that like, when we hear somebody complain about having to tip like everybody, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, you're just selfish. But it's actually a good, like it's a good indicator of how our how values have shifted. How, oh. how our values have shifted because like the fact that so many people rely on tips is like capital. Like it's, right. it's the owner's right. re- like problem that like we should we should be focused on how little they're making in the first place that uh, people need to rely on tips, but instead we're just like, oh, you're so selfish. You're complaining about having to tip yeah. or whatever. Well, it's it's like all those things. What what the fuck was that? Uh, I was talking about a commercial. Oh, like that Amazon commercial. Right. Right. Where the people who work in the warehouse, like they sound like people who have been like, we, like most Americans have such little social safety nets. Yeah. When they say things in commercial, like, oh my God, with Amazon, like, I get benefits like vision and dental. I used to never have none of that stuff. Right. And other people are like, they'll actually pay me to like go get an education so I can leave here. Right. And it's like, yeah, these would all be fucking humane things to fucking do. Yeah. Right. But like we're, but it's always framed in like, thank you. Thank you, fucking Zon gods, <sighs> right. Mazon gods, for right. fucking bringing down the man- little little drips and drabs of nutrients from the sky that will help me feel like I'm I'm so blessed rather than I'm being fucking exploited. <laughs> yeah, it's not, look, they've done a masterful job. Yeah, but that's why I think it's important too to try and awake people a little bit, also to sort of get in touch with like if there are because there are people like you say, Jack, who would look at that and be like, I don't know, I just don't know why I have to tip or whatever, and right. blah blah blah. Like, oh, you're so fucked up. These people live. On- like this is all they have. Yeah. Like, have you ever worked off tips? Which is true. And yeah. I'm this. I've worked off My tips. My first which is job why was I, off tips. And I mm. tip. Yeah. But then, yeah. But recontextualizing that is like, why aren't they paying this motherfucker? Right. More? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, not that this person's a right. motherfucker, but you know, like I we mean, need. We don't know them. Yeah. We need to see change at the you know legislative 
level before we just stop tipping people. Well, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, we need to take action right. now. By That's not, not giving the way these to take money. action, but the, it is worth like asking the question. And, well, yeah, recontextualizing you know. those discussions about right. that rather than being like, yeah, exactly. "Have you ever done it?" Right. Rather than like, "Our system is fucked." Right. Uh, all right, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, there's big news in the Ja Rule industry. Uh, ja Rule is back out here uh, celebrating <laughs> his non-frauding with a new track about Firefest. Yeah, he um, uh, in I think July they they basically the court said, you know what, Jeffrey Atkins, Ja Rule, sir, I believe that's his real name, um, was saying like, you know what. You did not commit fraud. So I think he was just like, hell yeah, dude. Rules right. out here. And he basically put out this new track that uh, the album art is, uh, it's like hand scrawl on a napkin. It's just a written confession. Uh, that, that's like meant to mimic the viral photo of the styrofoam lunches people got at Fire Festival. Oh, oh yeah. And it's like really, it's. Oh, that's a Matisse. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's something. It's a Matisse of shit. Uh, oh, very good. And, <laughs> the, so, and he's like out here. I'm, that joke was a groan, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit! Um, so now, Van go fuck yourself. Van go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, go on. What else you got? Hmm? What else you got? Uh, you're the man, a. Mm. A joke was Picasso good. Oh <laughs> boy. All right. Um, okay. So <laughs> enough looking at our massive creative brains. Yes. Uh, this track he put out is called. For your real entertainment. Wait a second. That spells F-Y-R-E. Fire? Oh. What? In it, he's taking shots at fucking everybody. But at the one point, I just want to play this one part where he talks about Andy King, the famous man who was going to do whatever he had to do to get those water bottles to the fire festival. Right? Oh, yeah. If you remember this, water the guy trucks. said, I was about to suck dick for to get right. these, like, what would I do without my water? What would I do without hydration? So this is, just listen to this. I don't know what happened, why he has such anger at him, but he's taking shots at Andy King. Six minutes, six minutes, six minutes. Andy King, what the fuck is going on? You about to get this man fellatio for Avion? Come on, that's way beyond the job description. That's an addiction to sucking dick, isn't it? Admit it. How did he get a gritty? Why ain't he in jail with Billy? Is all I hear on Twitter. Fuck y'all niggas. How about he wouldn't do that? How about he couldn't have did it? That ain't the character of real niggas. And the irony of it all. Isn't it ironic? Okay, anyway. Um, you have an d- addiction to sucking dick. Like, because, yeah, and like... So so relatable that he's talking about how it's not his fault because he didn't put sucking dick in the job description. He just created like a work environment where the person felt like they had to do that. Right. As like, if there was a written contract, right, by the way, to work right. that fucking job. It's just job. like, and it's like homophobic. Too. It's just fucking it's weird. Just terrible. And also, Avion is tequila, my man. I don't know why he said that. The way he pronounces fellatio, by the way, like just made me sick. Like I'm actually very dizzy right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's spinning. Yeah. And also like the whole thing is just what's well, like, you know, on a tepid cover or obviously just using the instrumental of the Slick Rig Dougie Fresh track, the show, but like 
with your lame lyrics. I don't know. Everything about this just shows like just desert thirst. Yeah. Like, Why attack that guy? Right. Too. You know, like what? Like he might as well attack that like amazing woman who you know like was trying to make everything. I think still because work they were saying. I think the argument is because Andy King may have had more of a hand in sort of how the process, and right, right, promotion of the festival was going on. It's like, why am I? Why am I on the hook here? Why right. am I literally on trial? Why am I here? on trial here? <laughs> uh, but you know, hey, good luck to you. Yeah. It's, um, and then he like ends with like, how about he couldn't have done it? Like it's like he's got like an he's alibi. About after I think he's talking about himself being like he, he gets mad at people on Twitter for saying he should be in jail, and then he's like, I couldn't have done it because I'm too real. Does that mm-hmm. work? Does yeah. that, is that convincing? Rule, baby. Okay. Uh, Bye. Well, let's talk about real rappers out yeah. here. Nick a real Cannon. desert thirst. Finally. Nick Cannon is uh, really proud of his diss track. He's very proud. Yeah. He, we, we listened to a little bit of it last week. Uh, I don't know why he chose to come after Eminem. I mean, I do know, but right. like, I thought the beef ended literally 10 years ago. Right. right. Um, but look, I mean, the Eminem real question is, something. why did Eminem think he had to go after Nick Cannon? Yeah, really. But... <laughs> yeah, talk about punching down. Right. Um, or they're both pretty low in certain ways. Uh, <laughs> so <sighs> Nick Cannon has been playing his diss track like out loud for people nonstop. Apparently, there's like a lot of these reports. Like he's sh- he's shooting new episodes of Wild and Out in Atlanta. So like he's been playing it over the loudspeakers of the studio for like the audience. He did like a backstage thing where he was DJing and had the song on full blown repeat, just uh, running it back and running it back. He keeps telling Eminem, "Hey, when are you gonna come out?" He's like, "I won't stop playing it until he responds." And Eminem's uh, like, "Bro, this isn't. We're not even on the same planet." Like, I do that with my jokes in my home, actually. Where I'm like, "I'll stop playing it. I'll stop playing it when you start laughing." Yeah, right. <laughs> like I'm sorry, the words don't even make sense anymore. They didn't, um, they didn't in the first place. He like Eminem tweeted a couple of things like on December 9th, and this is all he did. He said, "I demand an apology, Nicholas. You've made my gardener so jealous." Right. <laughs> then he said, "You mad, bro? Lying on my dick. I never even had a show for you, bougie fuck." Uh, that's about it. I think that's about the most he's going to get out of mm-hmm. Mr. Marshall Mathers. But Oh, verified. Verified. Yeah, Eminem's yeah. verified. Oh, nice. Good yeah, for good him. Good for him. Yeah. Stop uh, verifying. But yeah, so I think... I think uh, it went in reverse order. So he's saying, I never had a chauffeur, and then you made my gardener jealous oh, by suggesting yeah, yeah. I have a chauffeur. Uh, so it it was a sick series of tweets yeah. from Eminem. <laughs> yeah. uh, just to... Just to back him yeah. and yeah, here yeah, for yeah. a Please. second. He Marshall. Needs it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, don't you want to grow up to be just like me? Yeah. Tie <laughs> a rope around my penis and jump from a tree. Um, yeah, he. <laughs> that, that was, that was yeah. <laughs> There was. Uh, the whole thing is, it's just really sad because you know he thinks that an Eminem response is going to somehow elevate. I don't know what. I don't know what his goal is exactly. Right. You're not. It's not good for you either way. If he does. It's going to be lyrically head and shoulders above anything you could do. And it just, I guess, puts your name. I don't know. It's just seems well, He's odd. getting the streaming money or, from playing it himself over and over and over <laughs> again. Or they're in cahoots because Eminem's going to go on Wild and Out, and it's just going to be a big event, and this will just help marketing. But I don't think so. Yeah. Marshall Mathers does not strike me as someone who's like, yeah, Nick Cannon, let's do some sick viral marketing for yeah, my appearance together, on Wild and Out. Let's help each scenes. other out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I was a big fan when Mikey Day was on the show. So. Right. <laughs> 
the uh, most uncomfortable shit. I was like, what is this dude doing up here? Oh, wait. He was on, like, recently? Yeah. No, he like, used to be part of the cast. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he was just an awkward fit. He was like, it's like any, there's always that those guys on Wild and Out who's like, and there's and there's this dude, the white improviser who's, you know, quick-witted enough to do jokes on the spot. Right. Right. Yeah. But he just didn't fit. I don't know. I just, every time I saw him. It's a no show, win. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a no for me, dog. Uh, no for me, dog. No for me. Oh, thank you. Uh, the villain of Black Christmas. Let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> what is Black Christmas? So Black Christmas is a remake of basically the first slasher movie. Uh, the first Black Christmas came out in 1974. It was a horror movie about uh, a slasher who goes around killing sorority sisters on their Christmas break. Um, oh, come on. It's well, they shouldn't be sacred. at school. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were on campus? That was my review. Yeah. <laughs> Period. There you go. Uh, Wait, uh, this was like one of the first slasher films? Yeah. It oh. predated like Halloween and all those movies by a couple years, but it had the had sort of uh, innovated the idea that like the slasher is this faceless kind of entity behind the scenes mm-hmm. instead of the... Uh, you know, like Norman Bates or right, whatever. Right, right, right. Like, oh, right, more character-driven yeah. ones where it's like, here's this evil force that's Here's stabby. an evil force with a mask or, you know, uh, without a face who just uh, kills a bunch of people. Um, and in the original, a foul-mouthed, uh, quote, weirdo, according to a, uh, a review. Is that from the 70s? Yeah. A foul-mouthed weirdo. Some foul-mouthed weirdo. <laughs> No, I think it's from the New York Times review of the remake. Calling uh, someone a weirdo, by the way, is the funniest thing yeah. in the entire world. Right. It's just so dismissive. You're not even thinking of an actual, like, right. a nuanced like, yeah. insult. Yeah, they're weird. Or like a smear attack on Ralph Nader from the 70s. Right. He's right. a foul-mouthed weirdo. He's a foul-mouthed weirdo. You want seatbelts in all cars? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Prude. Uh, but so this movie apparently, so two movies came out this weekend that um, hit the top fifty for uh, biggest flops of all time, and they were Clint Eastwood's Richard Jewell about the Atlanta Olympics bomber mm-hmm. who was uh, wrongly accused, and this movie, The Black Christmas, and they both seem like they're political movies and not like very subtly political movies. Uh, like Richard Jewell is about how the media is evil and how the FBI is evil and how the FBI and the media are in cahoots. And oh, Clint. Yeah, just you know, giving us those those fire takes that he's known for, uh, like the time that he spoke to the empty chair uh, during the oh. Republican National Convention. Uh, but so Black Christmas is also an unsubtle sort of symbolic movie about the current political atmosphere. Uh, the slasher is like the, the bad guys, I guess are uh, fraternity dudes like frat bros. And the New York times suggested that the villain was patterned after justice Kavanaugh and the, cause he likes beer. Cause he likes beer mm-hmm. and, and also, his name's Justice Brett Kavanaugh. So the woman just tears are coming out of the mask at all times. <laughs> <laughs> the woman who co-wrote the uh, the movie and directed it was saying that she was writing it around the time of the Kavanaugh. Oh shit! Hearing and just, they were like, so uh, is the guy who plays the villain sort of patterned after Justice Kavanaugh? And she was like, yep, 
Yeah, that was basically it. <laughs> I, was, I was watching that hearing right. and sort of how aggrieved the guy felt and how um, how much anger there was there for, you know, to protect his position of privilege right. really just, like, jumped out at me. Um, so, but apparently uh, it's, you know, a thoughtful, interesting movie uh, that nobody wanted to see. Aww. Um, mm. but it's one of the worst openings, too. Yeah, one weekend. of the worst openings. What a floppy like a fucking era right couple now. Couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Playmobil. Playmobil was laugh. the second biggest flop of all time. What was it, like 2,500 screens, something like 600, like based around 100. 300 yeah. bucks a screen they yep. made over opening weekend? Yeah. Oh, boy. And that's that like, like the Lego movie? That's like one ticket. Playmobil? Yeah. Well, exactly. it's based off the German toys. Right. That like only like. They're like big Legos. Yeah. Like if you have uh, like parent friends whose parents were like trippy, like right. they would have Playmobil at their house. Right. I had Playmobil growing you up. You did? In addition to Legos. Yeah. And I would dominate the Legos with the bigger Playmobil characters. Oh, shit. Like yeah. Dr. Manhattan to like Big the regular time. people. Like, Get the fuck out of my way. I have spiky hair exactly. in the back. <laughs> exactly. I hate the spiky. That's the thing I didn't like about Playmobil. Uh, I remember my, my friend had like a Western thing and I was like, yo, the hair is too angular and jagged. I just like the Playmobil ones where mm-hmm. I can pop the hair off, put anything else on. Sometimes I take a Playmobil cowboy pistol and put it in the hands of a Lego. Wow. And my God, did they feel powerful. When wow. <laughs> and so did I. That was your dirty, your dirty, hairy Lego guy. It was. <laughs> Filthy hairy. Uh, bringing it all full circle. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it, it looks like Black Christmas is getting like uh, troll bombed in the like review section of imdb it's currently at a 3.1 and all the negative reviews are like if i wanted to listen to women complain about how evil men are especially white men i'd go home for christmas (laughs) (laughs) i'd convince my kids to start talking to me again uh instead i gave this film a chance yeah uh oh man troll bombs troll bombing barack troll bomba uh Hopefully they're getting their energy out on uh, making Black Christmas look bad. and uh, Right, and then also further underline the point that the film's kind of showing. It's like, right. yeah, okay, <laughs> right, 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 is this right. a fucking mirror? Right. <laughs> it's a black mirror, holy shit. Oh my God, oh my God. I mean, they should have called it that. They should have, <laughs> yeah. wow. Missed opportunity. Yeah, you know, see, there's, I've just, I've just seen a lot of money left on the table these days. It's sad to see. Mm. Yeah, you hate, you hate to see it. Uh, Blake, it's been a pleasure having you. Where can people find you and follow you? Uh, At Blake Wexler on everything, BlakeWexler.com. I'm in Charleston on December 30th, headlining the Tin Roof there. So if you're there, for the love of God, come. Tin Roof. For the love of God, please. I'm upside down. Let's put our distance, (laughs) let's put our differences aside. Please come. What's a. What's that place like? You've been you you've been up there at the uh, Tin Roof. Day? I did it once. Yeah, I'm trying to do it. My parents moved to Charleston, South Carolina. I've been trying to do it each year, like do stand up. Oh, nice. Home. Um, so uh, it's cool. It's like a rock venue, but they seat it, and it's a cool. It was like a smart, fun, liberal audience last time I did it. So um, hopefully it's not like that this time. No, no. Hopefully yeah. it's the same thing. Try out your new uh, mirror material. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, my new my new brand. Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My Van Jefferson, or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. <laughs> Van, Jefferson and, Van Drew. Jefferson That's right. Van Drew. He's opening. Oh, God. Jefferson Van, Van Chad. Drew. Right. Jefferson Van Chad. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, Zeit Gang, pull up, man. Yeah. Show this man some love. Let's do it. <laughs> and is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, yes, there was one from Alan Strickland Williams, who I believe has been a guest. Yeah. On yeah. The first show. time. First time for, for the first time. 
Yeah, and this was one of these, every once in a while you see a tweet that's like just very highbrow and it just makes you think. And this was one of those, uh, it said, those penis fish have dicks that look like little humans. (laughs) 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 It just really made me laugh. That's true. Uh, That's just... That is just out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just the thought process too of like it's it's a real like the word economy on that joke is perfect as yeah. are almost all of Alan's jokes. Yeah, but just Alan just being like, this is something I need to get out there immediately. <laughs> uh, Miles, where can people find you? And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Yeah, f- uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Um, gosh, you know. What's a tweet I like? You know, it's probably this one from Reductress. Uh, it shows a woman holding her cell phone, like looking up at the camera, and it says, ha ha, nice. Abysmal credit score now at 420. <laughs> 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 Abysmal. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I've been enjoying the tweet from TT Pretty in Pink uh, <laughs> that is focus on a different child every time you watch. And it's just those kids running, running track and coming up to the hurdles, and like none of them can do it. Oh. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly <laughs> is that a new one, new hurdling video? I Wait, don't it's know. not track season yet, so we don't have a fresh batch of track. Yeah, season. no, I think this is maybe an old one. <laughs> I think about high school I know, sports. I know, you're right. I'm like, well, hold on, nope, got to be soccer or basketball right now. It's yeah. winter, baby. Yeah, uh, I just found this though. What uh, about that one or the one? Like poor girl, like in junior <laughs> high, falling. every single one just she destroying her shit. fucking shins on every. Well, yeah, go around. But that's a triumph of the human spirit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then another tweet. Gabe Gundaker tweeted, "Damn, they got the Richard Jewel toys at Wendy's." <laughs> <laughs> and then Eddie Pepitone tweeted, "Here's a fun thing: take your first name and then go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eddie. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we, whoa, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Well, first, I want to let people know. Let we got know, live shows coming in yeah, 2020. That's the other thing I, we have to prepare our minds, bodies, and souls for. Get ready. Uh, first Purify show, yourself in drum the... roll please. The first show will be January 25th <laughs> at the Gateway Theater in San Francisco. Oh, come 8 PM. on. You've already been there. I Yo. hear that theater leads to going to other theaters that are worse. <laughs> it does. It right. does. It's yeah. only downhill from there. Right. Will uh, be uh, that is the gateway drug to the rest of our live shows. Yeah, it truly <laughs> immediately is. after. And I mean, yeah. w- I mean, look, there there have been cities. I know you guys have been asking, well, are we going to hit these cities? We are hitting. We're going to be hitting some cities mm, this some year. Okay? So yeah. don't worry. You're in Canada. We got you. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we know we know you're out there, and we love Canada, especially me. I know Jack hates Canada. Yeah, and I'm trying to get him to come around. Yeah, uh, too polite. He, he doesn't. He doesn't trust hockey. As yeah. a sport, that's oh, true. Shit. I don't. You know they have teams down here as well. Right, he, he, they're, yeah. they're yeah. scattered about. He thinks trying they're to, plants for their Canuck agenda. <laughs> trying to get rid of that. <laughs> You're working on it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so check us out. Uh, go to uh, the SF Sketch Fest website to get tickets. Uh, but yeah, we would love to see you guys there. Uh, you know, and we, you know, if you guys went to the last show during Sketch Fest, it's gonna be an even. It's a different show. Ooh. It's new. We got new material. Always baby. new. Ugh. and there could be guests. 
Who knows? <laughs> okay. But yes, please check that out. January 25th. We love your support and love to see your faces because you know what? We're in here talking on microphones all day. I have no idea who's out there. Shout out to JC, who I met in San Diego, who I thought was trying to pull up on me. Uh, but he was just oh, a yeah. fan. Miles yeah, almost you were confused. I was a little because... aggressive at my first response because I'm not used to people calling me out in public. Mm -hmm. Right. But yes, shout out to y'all. We'd love to see you uh, support us. Yes, yes. Please come. Uh, did you give me a Oh, a song? song. Yeah, wow. Andrew mm. Ashong, uh, A-S-H-O-N-G. This is a long track, but I like it because it's just got like a, it's called Flowers. Um, and really great syncopated drum stuff, a little bit of electric piano, a little bubble, you know, if you know mm. the reggae term for on the on the and, uh, mm. you know, on the keyboard, mm. a little bubble going on there. Mm. Uh, just good lyrics. And again, it's it's like a simple song where it's not just it feels like there's many parts, but he's really just like deconstructing and reconstructing the sort of the same main thing. But it feels great. It gets your get your toe tapping. Uh, and, you know, like I said, let's prepare ourselves and for the holidays. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we'll also be back this afternoon with the evening, the trending, with whatever's trending Nailed this it. afternoon. Uh, we'll talk to you guys then. Bye. Love ain't always lower, sunshine turns to rain. Radiance ain't the summer, when the seasons change.